My name is Andrew Bustamante, and this is Everyday Espionage. and I got married at a destination wedding in North Captiva Island on the Gulf Coast of Florida. And it was a wonderful, small, little wedding. It was everything that that I had ever wanted. And we had two special visitors the day that we got married that I didn't expect. We had two osprey. Osprey are a kind of bird that's fairly common in Florida, and they are unique because they mate for life. These two osprey came and visited us at the house that we were renting in North Captiva. And then because our wedding ceremony was on the beach just in front of the house, we were not surprised when the osprey came back and visited us again the actual day of our ceremony. And they sat perched high up in this beautiful bleached dead tree. And they looked so stoic and they looked so impressive perched there side by side, way up high on this white branch over our head. And it made me wonder about osprey. It made me want to learn more about these birds because it's common to see an osprey, which is not a large bird itself, but it's common to see them carrying very large fish, fish that are still alive, squirming and flipping around. It's a strong bird, one of the strongest in the animal kingdom. And when you see an osprey building a nest, you only ever see it carrying these small sticks, one small stick at a time. And I was always confused. Why would such a strong bird build its nest one small branch at a time? So I had to start looking into it. And as I started researching osprey and how they build their nests, I started realizing that they're a big, strong bird, but they still only have talons. They don't have opposable fingers or thumbs like any human being. They're still just a bird. And all birds build their nest one stick at a time, regardless of how big or small or strong or weak that bird is. So I would watch Osprey around the state of Florida flying around, sometimes carrying fish, sometimes carrying sticks. And I realized that every Osprey I saw was either building a nest or feeding its family. And I realized that this picture of how osprey go about surviving every day isn't that different from the picture of how we go about surviving every day. Except that unlike the osprey, we don't accept that we can only build something one small stick at a time. We try to do things fast. We try to rush things. We try to gobble up and carry as many sticks as we can. And then when we try to build our home or try to build our life or try to build our career, we don't know what to do with all these sticks that we're carrying because you can only actually execute one thing at a time. I tried to picture what would happen if an osprey grabbed a bundle of sticks and flew this bundle of sticks up to its nest. What would it do? It wouldn't be able to place all of the sticks in the correct place. It would have to actually put the sticks down into a pile first. And if it put the sticks down in a pile, then it would have no place to sleep. It would be putting the sticks on top of its eggs. It would be putting its sticks in the only place in the nest where the osprey could actually nest. So there's no reason, there's no space 
for an osprey to bring a bundle of sticks. That's why they carry one stick at a time. And even though they're strong enough to carry many, many more, they recognize that the way to achieve success is to do things systematically, to have a process, to be diligent and to be patient and go one step at a time. I look back at my time with CIA and I realize that many of the same traits that plague us in business are the same traits that plagued us at the agency. We would try to do too much, too fast. We would try to grow too big, too fast. We would try to make big decisions on limited information. And every time we found ourselves in that position, we never had a successful operation. Something would fall apart, something would fall through, and it wouldn't work. But our greatest successes always came when we systematically stuck to the process, to some sort of systematic step-by-step plan that we had put in place. We would get a piece of information. We would get a piece of intelligence. We would build on that piece of intelligence. And then we would go get another piece and build on that and another piece and build on that. We didn't download 5 million documents and then assume that we had everything that we needed. Instead, we would take each document for what it's worth individually, whether we got them in bulk or whether we told them one sheet of paper at a time. Now, as I build my own business, I realize how important that lesson is. For example, if if a plumbing business is launched and a new plumber starts his business and he goes out there looking for work, if he tries to take on too many clients all at the same time, he's going to do a poor job for the majority of the clients because it's too much work. It's too big. It's not something that he can manage. So even if he's the best plumber in the world, he's overloaded by the work because the talons that he has are sharp and effective but they can't handle the volume of business that he's captured. Just like the Osprey carrying the sticks, just like the spy with 5,000 documents. We've got to take it one step at a time. So we grow a business the same way that an Osprey builds a nest, which is the same way that a spy builds an op. Now, I'll be the first one to admit that this approach seems contrarian to what we commonly think of as business success. We try to think that you have a great idea when you launch your idea and all of a sudden you're overwhelmed with popularity or you're overwhelmed with new business. You have revenue flowing in and out the gills. And I've met business owners who have launched businesses who have been welcomed with overwhelming success. And when I meet them time and time again, what they all said is that they wish they would have had it the other way around. They wish they would have had a gradual buildup because they always have to make a decision between quantity and quality at the front end of their business. When they are overwhelmed with demand, they sacrifice the very quality that made them want to get into business in the first place. I've been fortunate in my business. I've been able to see a relatively gradual growth process as I've grown Everyday Spy. But there's one specific moment where I know that the demand overwhelmed me. In December of 2018, I did an Ask Me Anything interview. And at the time, I really didn't have any products at all. I had one short book that I had written and posted in digital format on Amazon, and that was it. The only other product that I had that I was selling was a lecture series that I had to host in person wherever I was. 
I was invited to Reddit to do this Ask Me Anything, and I had no idea how it would work, but I went online, I logged in, and I did the interview with Reddit. It was a very cool experience. It took like eight hours of my day because I was so inundated with interesting questions from people all around the world engaging me on Reddit. And as I watched my website traffic, I saw that I went from having 35 or 40 unique visitors a day to having more than 10,000 people visit my website that day. I had thousands of people download the podcast. I had thousands of people buy the one ninety-nine cent book that I had online. But that was it. That was all that I had. I had hundreds of people invite me to come out and speak. I had enough demand that if I had the ability to convert sales, I would have done extremely well for myself in the month of December of the first year that I was a startup. But I didn't have a plan for that. I was an osprey carrying too many sticks at one time. So it was a very exciting and very productive interview, but I didn't have anything to show for it as a business on the back end. So I didn't generate any significant revenue for that eight-hour stint of time. And I'm very excited for the followers that I picked up, and I continue to pick up new followers from that AMA. But I learned the value of taking things at a systematically steady process. If I would have had just a few different things to sell, if I would have had a few different products that I believed brought value to the people who were interested in talking to me through that AMA, not only would I have seen better business, I would have built a better connection with the audience itself. People had questions, people had demand, people had needs that I could fill, but I hadn't taken the time or the steps to put something in place, a deliverable that could answer those questions, a deliverable that could fill those gaps and fill those needs, I hadn't built that before I accepted that interview. So there I was, an osprey carrying a bundle of sticks that I had to put right in the middle of my nest because I didn't have any place else to put them. And it was a humbling moment. It was a powerful revelation to me to see what so many people had warned me about. So now I want to share that story with you. I want to share with you that I have learned from my own mistakes that I need to move one step at a time. And for those of you who are following me on EverydaySpy.com, you're seeing exactly what my one step at a time looks like. Singular pieces of content that I am dropping twice a week in steady progression, steadily growing my mailing list, steadily growing my fan base, steadily growing my social media presence, step by step, so that I have a product, I have a sustainable business model, I have everything I need in place when I need it. And then I will reach out to Reddit and I will ask if they want another AMA. And then I will reach out and buy Google AdWords. And then I will start pushing and promoting my business when I have a business that I can manage. Because of all the things that I don't want to do, I don't want to disappoint those first few customers that come through the door. Just like that plumber doesn't want to disappoint the first few customers that ask for his services. We've had too many mistakes in the intelligence world happen because we didn't move step by step. I have been there to witness them. I have seen the aftermath. I have been part of the investigating team that built the after action reports. And I went to get a master's in business and I've read the case studies of all those businesses out there who did the same thing, who stepped too far out too fast and didn't appreciate the importance of moving one step at a time. 
And still, after my experience at the agency and after my experience in graduate school, still, I put myself in that same position. And you might too. And when you do, it's not a bad thing. You're still learning the lesson. Some of us have to learn from the school of hard knocks. That's always been me. That's always been who I am. So I'm not going to let myself get disappointed by it, but I am absolutely going to learn from it. Because espionage is about learning from what you have done before and making it better every time. I have learned my lesson, and I am hoping that my lesson helps you strategize how you can build your nest one stick at a time. Because when you do, you will build a better home, a better business, a better life than what anybody else out there is building. Because they're going to get stuck carrying too much too far and find out at the other end that they have no place to rest. They have nothing to call their own except a pile of sticks. And that is Everyday Espionage. Everyday Espionage is dedicated to one thing, educating everyday people. I know that not everybody will listen, but those who listen will learn. If you learned something new today, click subscribe review, and share the podcast with a friend. I have so much more to share with you. Find me on social media at Everyday Spy or on my website, www.everydayspy.com. And if you are up for a special challenge, check out Operation Realtime and let me take you on an authentic spy training mission. Above all else, remember that knowledge is freedom.